Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You like it? I think it's Taylor Swift. I think it's Taylor Swift. You've heard this song and probably sang along. What's it called? Blank Space. I'm not even, I don't even feel shame. Of course, you know what? It's think it's per- one of her best. It's the perfect segue uh, into into this discussion on a Super Bowl Monday, Pony, a day that Crowley apparently thinks should be a national holiday, uh, which actually might not be the worst take in the world, certainly not the worst Crowley's come up with. Blank space. That's where my football fan heart feels like exists when I watch Patrick Mahomes do Patrick Mahomes things like that. I feel privileged to have, like, you were in the same boat. Donnie wasn't even alive. But you probably, as a little Andrew Filipponi, loved watching Michael Jordan in the early 90s, right? And then as a, a teenaged Andrew Filipponi or about to be teenage, you probably loved watching Jordan in the mid-90s to late 90s, right? Like, you knew you were watching somebody that was the all-time great guy that could just will his team to victory. I am fortunate as a sports fan and a guy who does this for a living to get to watch Mahomes do what he does. But it leaves me feeling completely blank as a Steelers fan thinking about their future as long as that guy exists. So I'm happy that you said it like that because I want to talk to people today about this game and what Pittsburgh has to say about it at 412-928-9370. And the question I wrote down uh, here is how does how does how does Pittsburgh catch Kansas City? How do the Steelers catch the Chiefs? And you know what my answer is? Hmm. They can't. Hmm. You can't win, Rocky. They can't. They can't. There's one, well, there's one way you can even. Tr- there's one way you can really try to do it. There's actually two ways. There's two ways. And I thought you saw yesterday way number two implemented. Have an unbelievably good team with a rookie deal quarterback who plays really well by and large or is in a great, in this sense, is in a great offensive system. That's really what I mean. You have like this revolutionary offensive system. Shanahan and his tree of offense is probably the best in the league next to Andy Reid. That's way number two. Way number one, and this is what's so disheartening about the whole thing is, You'd say, like, find the next Mahomes, right? Caleb Williams, people thinking, like, basic build could be similar to. Or find the next, like, Josh Allen. Drake May gets those comps or the Roethlisberger comps, right? Problem, Pony. Patrick Mahomes has seen actual Josh Allen and guys like that. Actual Joe Burrow in the playoffs. Actual Tom Brady, with the exception of Burrow and Brady twice, and Brady the first time, barely at that, he isn't beatable. He just, think about this. There was a a little dialogue last night about, like, how good Brock Purdy was or wasn't. Was that the kind of game that the Purdy haters can embrace or the Purdy defenders can embrace? Forget about it. He went through Josh Allen in his own building, then went through Lamar Jackson in his own building to merely get to this game 
He did it with the most flawed version of his team that we have probably seen, at least offensively, since he took over as quarterback. And he did it largely playing, I would say, almost boring football. There's one spectacular throw from yesterday, right? And it's one that probably should have been picked if the Niners defender even realized it was coming. The 52-yarder way across the field. What was the rest of it an exercise in from him? Just chipping away, as a famous guy once said, until finally he chipped away enough that the dam broke and he got what he needed to. I, he's just, he's unfathomable. You say you can't, you can't catch him. That's how I feel. That's why I feel so blank. The Steelers could have a team next year that just for argument's sake, let's say they trade for Justin Fields, a guy talent-wise we know has a lot, right? And let's just say for argument's sake, he thrives in the Arthur Smith offense. And we're not even having quarterback debates because he's going out there throwing three touchdowns or run, throwing for two and running for another one most weeks. And they look like a juggernaut, right? They could even beat Kansas City in the season, or in the regular season, they're not even going to play him. But they could play them and beat them, and I wouldn't feel good about it in the playoffs. Why? What did Josh Allen do this year? Beat, beat him, him in the, the regular, regular season. season in Kansas City. Yeah. What has Lamar done, I believe? Beaten him yeah. in Kansas City. And yeah, then they flip a switch in the playoffs. Yeah, man. So I'm with you. That's why I feel like there's just an empty feeling because you don't even feel like it's something worth getting upset about because it's so inevitable. That's how I actually feel about it, man. I used to think that if a quarterback had that kind of cap hit, it was next to impossible for a team to win. He had the biggest cap hit in the league in the league this year, and they just won their second of back-to-back Super Bowls. It, you're right. It was not a good team. It was not a, it was not a great real, team. Real actual it was, flaws. Super, it was not a Super Bowl team. They had real flaws that opponents, in theory, should have exploited. They led the league in drops. They didn't have a 1,000-yard rusher. They didn't have a 1,000-yard receiver. Mahomes threw 14 interceptions this year. Their offense, their offense was ranked 15th. I went and looked this up today. The Steelers' offense, which sucked, had six games where they scored more than 21 points this year. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs had seven. I know. The Chiefs were, during the regular season, the Chiefs' offense was closer to the Steelers than it was Miami's, the best in the NFL. And they just, uh, they're just getting on planes now to head back to Kansas City after spending the night in Vegas winning a, a third Super Bowl title in this era. He's 28 years old. It just, it makes me, I hate to sound so negative. It's supposed to be kind of a fun, festive day after the Super Bowl's done. You're <laughs> celebrating the football season. But I just, I know what we're in for. I'm, I'm battening down the hatches for a discussion about what the Steelers can and can't do with Kenny Pickett back as their quarterback. And it just feels like even the best case scenario, even the people that call in and especially argue with you, Chris, and want to shout you down about don't give up on Kenny. We never seen him without Matt Canada. Okay. Well, even without Canada, mm-hmm. explain to me how our guy beats that guy. Would you like to know in what the January. Be- would you like to know what the best case scenario is for for Kenny Pickett in this system that's coming up, Artie Smith's system? I can tell you the exact score of it actually. It's called 35 to 24. You lose in Arrowhead even after you get out to an early lead. That's that and, that's seriously look, the best case scenario. And look man, I get it. Our expectations have obviously changed. Our standards around here have changed. It used to be for a period of time about winning a seventh Lombardi trophy and each discussion and debate was kind of framed around that when the Steelers had the killer bees and couldn't get over the top. It's all right. What can they do to beat new England? It was seen as just, okay, we have to get through this barrier in order to win another championship. 
Right now, we talk about things like, hey, they won 10 games and they were competitive in Buffalo, so that was actually a good season. It's obviously been a diluted conversation. So if we're cool with that, you know, if if a Steelers season is a success and everything's hunky-dory, if they're just relevant, well then, maybe this conversation that we're starting the show with goes in one ear and out the other. But I'd like to think in my lifetime, I'm a new dad, I'm going to have a daughter that hopefully gets into football, that some of our formative years here are spent watching the Steelers play and win important games. And I just have a hard time right now today wrapping my head around what we're trying to do, what we're looking to do this year, coming anything close to what's happening there. There's no end in sight, and I get it. Brady won his third Super Bowl in 04, and they didn't win another one until 2014. So things can turn on a dime, but that's kind of a it's a hollow thing for me to take solace in. Do you remember what today. Brady said about Rodgers late in Brady's career when like they were talking about, I think, the potential of a Brady-Rodgers Super Bowl? Do you remember what he said? I do not. He said something to the effect of, in my in this system that we run here, Aaron Rodgers would already, and this was when Brady had like four of them maybe, or five. He said Rodgers would have seven or eight, right? And what was the implication there? He's more physically gifted. He's just, be- like, there are certain things I, Tom Brady, don't think I'm capable of. Yep. This dude, who is the reason for this conversation, is more gifted than either yeah, of Yeah, that's the thing that makes me honestly want to cry. And I'm not sure it's, e- it- and Rodgers is a top five all-time, I think, pure thrower of the football and everything. I'm not sure it's close as far as the tools in the toolbox yeah, to I think, play the position. I, I, I think you're onto something there. Like when Montana was winning, there was there were obviously discussions about Marino and Elway being more talented quarterbacks than him. He was the guy that won, and you trusted in a big game, and you thought he'd come through clutch and he'd give you the game-winning drive. But it was never so cut and dried that he was like better than those two guys. Uh, Brady, same thing, early in his career especially. Like, yeah, he gets the last laugh in the Super Bowl, but Peyton Manning's winning regular season MVPs. and Kurt Warner the, was the, the MVP the year he won yeah, the first so one. Yeah, so for like regular seasons, like those guys arguments. were every bit as good, if not better. Well, they probably were better than him. Uh, n- now he's the most clutch quarterback. He's the best big game quarterback. And he also happens to be the best quarterback, the most productive quarterback, and the most talented and skilled quarterback. And he's only in his 20s. And they've proven they can win with kind of boring offense shoddy teams yep. especially wide receivers dropping balls left and right during the season around him offensive linemen their best guard who they're paying 90 million dollars to doesn't even play yep. in the game last night the tackles aren't any good i mean it's, what's what's the cope that people are going to have dre greenlaw tore his achilles up i don't under the field? i don't like, i don't know i don't what's know the cope i don't i don't think that there is a coping mechanism right here in pittsburgh for Tony, us today for one on fourth in the super bowl right fourth in the super bowl was there even a slight doubt in your mind that they were picking up that yard after Pacheco got well, stopped? Well, I wasn't sure about if they were picking it up. I knew one thing for sure. He wasn't going to hand the ball off. It was well, going to be in his hands, and he was going to okay. make a play, and I trusted him to make the play. Point. So, yeah, I thought he you would. You made the point perfectly. I said it to Donnie before the show. I said, you know what's funny about him? He's fully entered this zone. At zero point in time, did I any point in time that I think in the run-up to that play right there that I think they were going to get stopped, and that was going to be the game. And what did he do? flawlessly executes the call soon as the back gets turned there he is for eight easy casual yards he is a he is the terminator he is the destroyer of all worlds in the nfl we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.